Hi, Steve Cooper, Rank Success, and this is a short intro to my next podcast, Exam Pass to a Dead End. So, as you might guess from that title, this is very much addressed to people who have literally just passed the Sergeant's Exam, the MPPF Stage 2. Uh, very much about congratulations, but asking you to have a, a think about where you are now, the fact that you recognise you're at a junction and you can stay where you are and do nothing or you can continue forward in the direction you're headed. And it's just about thinking through that choice at the moment, because there is a a, a timescale to this, and it's just looking at this aspect of where you are at this moment in time, with the exam in the bag, uh, and what you choose to do now going forward. So you can stay where you are, procrastinate, or continue forward in the direction you're going, and there will be consequences to each of those decisions. So just a little think around that, uh, a chance for me to offer some food for thought, some reflections based on my experience. What I would say is that as you always have, as any candidate has at any time, the choice right now to hit the ground running by downloading a digital sergeant's promotion toolkit, uh, including a, a recorded masterclass uh, and a CVF uh, explainer video, everything you need to prepare for the next stage, MPPF stage three, your in-force selection process. Uh, So that's a kind of reassurance that whenever you're ready to act, you can hit the ground running and do something in your own interest to ensure that when you arrive at that door for the interview or your briefing or your selection process, you are in the best possible state you can to give the best best version of yourself. Uh, And also as a reminder that there is lots of free um, blogs, podcasts and YouTube videos to help you along the way. Okay, so exam pass, is it a dead end? I hope you enjoy the podcast. Take care and stay safe. Hi, Steve Cooper, Rank Success, and this podcast is that time of year again it's that time of year where people uh, maybe you listening to this uh, find out and discover that they've achieved a pass in the sergeant's promotion exam so mppf stage two first of all if that's you and you're listening to this congratulations and i mean that sincerely it's a massive achievement it's a significant step on your promotion and leadership journey wherever that will take you and this uh, podcast is just for me to kind of share with you some thoughts some reflections some observations that I've um, picked up if you like or experienced and accumulated over the last few years since I've been supporting people going for promotion and I've been doing that since I left the police service myself Uh, I have a view on this Uh, I hope you uh have something resonate uh from this podcast with you even if it's just to kind of influence you and get you thinking to act in a little bit sooner rather than later because you have ahead of you a, a fantastic opportunity you have no idea where it will take you but you made a decision a long time ago i'm assuming and presuming to become a leader to actively do something about that and to spend months of your time sometimes probably away from what you would rather be doing or prioritizing um, in order to get this exam under your belt so well done however 
you now have a limited amount of time because the process in place at the moment is that you uh, will need to uh, consider at some stage sitting an in-force selection process. Uh, that is MPPF, National Police Promotion Framework Stage 3. And that's in order to convert your leadership aspirations and exam result into promotion success. And the in-force selection process looks different in different forces. And I've alluded to this previously. I've actually uh, written a, a blog called the... Uh, postcode lottery of police promotion so if you head on over to my blog policepromotion.blog uh, and have a look at that you'll see that different forces have different processes in place at different times for different ranks and then the next year it changes again so have a think about that because your force process this year that you go for may not look the same as what your colleagues did last year um, but you still have that opportunity ahead whatever it looks like, to start thinking about keeping that momentum going, that valuable momentum that you've built up going uh, until you get to the opportunity you have in the future, whether that's just uh, in the near future or a few months away. And you might not even know, but what you do know is that you can actually make a decision now. Have a breather. You deserve a breather, uh, a well-earned breather, because you probably just put quite a bit of work in and if you just missed it, if you're listening to this and you just missed the exam, then, you know, with a growth mindset, go again. You, This is the first year you get the chance to take the sergeants and I believe the inspector's exam twice. So the first time in history, the College of Policing is allowing you to do that. And if you only had a narrow uh, fail, then, uh, and you still want it, then go for it again. Uh, you know, it's a very short gap then to uh, winning through and passing your exam. So I'd encourage you to do that and not pass up the opportunity that you have to take it again. Okay, so it's just about um, connecting with you at this point where you are in your in your career uh, and having that conversation with you, or rather you sitting there and listening or walking your dog as you might be or commuting into work. Um, and for me to just share these thoughts with you uh, to see what it is you might be able to do to uh, up the ante if you like from now on when you're ready because I, I I want to be supportively if you like provocative to you here in this podcast because um, you have some work ahead of you and what you don't want to do is lose that momentum that you've got so I often talk to people and go well you know let's let's talk about this in in um in, let's do some investigative thinking around this. What have what have you got? Well, I've got the exam result. Well, so what? Well, that that qualifies me for, you know, for the next steps, and I'm really proud of it. Okay. Well, now what? And that's where we are in this podcast. Now what? And what is it you're going to do? That's exactly where we are now, right there in that moment. Now, what are you going to do? Um. I look at the mistakes that have been made. I mean, for me, it's a bit like Groundhog Day. If you've ever seen that film with Bill Murray, uh, Groundhog Day is where a guy lives exactly the same day and repeats it again and again and again until he does something different. And that's a kind of good analogy or metaphor for uh, people in your position now because I see it every year. Uh, 
And only the other day I was speaking to, I've got family that still are serving police officers. And one of them who's just passed the exam said they're going to leave it a couple of years, maybe two or three years. And then they're going to go for promotion. And that is what I wanted to talk to you about now. That may well be the right decision for you as well. Uh, it may be the right decision for that individual. But hopefully by the end of this podcast, you'll see that that, that decision may well come back and bite you on the bum. Uh, because you're actively disadvantaging yourself having got to where you've got to. Unless, of course, you enjoy doing exams and you want to spend months and months doing them. So the whole point I'm getting at here is you've probably got five years. Uh, you've got five years from when you pass the exam as things stand at the moment. So it's a bit like anything else. Use it or lose it. Use that exam result or lose it. And I see this mistake being made where people choose to delay uh, for whatever reasons. And some of that's understandable. Uh, going for the next step if you like so this is about some tips some guidance some signposting around next steps to help you uh, convert your exam results and your leadership aspirations if you like into promotion success so congratulations brilliant you've got it in the bag um, but some people do think that they've got it in the bag and no one can take it off them uh, they can take it off you and I often get phone calls from people who are about to have it taken off them so to say i.e they're coming to the end of their five years so this is very much around the theme of a cul-de-sac you might find yourself having studied uh, and you didn't expect to find yourself in this cul-de-sac uh, this dead end which is what it can be uh, for many people they don't go any further than this they do not pass any further than this um for lots of different reasons. So cul-de-sac actually means, if you look it up in the dictionary, bottom of a sack. And having got to the top of the people that got through the exam process, so you're in a good place. Another way of looking at that in terms of perspective is you're actually at the bottom of a sack. You're in a cul-de-sac at the moment. So think about it from that perspective. Uh, another perspective might be, and you'll know that I often introduce and quotes and I, I put quotes into all my downloadable digital guides and toolkits and my blogs and I also try and include relevant ones in my podcasts as well um, and this one's by Winston Churchill and this may well be applicable as well certainly a different perspective now this is not the end it is not even the beginning of the end but it is perhaps the end of the beginning and I think that's a fantastic quote that describes where, with the current process in place, with the exam under your belt, you probably are at this moment. So I think that's a good quote that kind of summarises it. And that's where I believe you are. Uh, and another way of thinking about that is it's a reality check. Wake up and smell the coffee now. Even if it's only taken those words for me to say to you, wake up and smell the coffee now of course you might be saying cheers steve i've got every intention of going for the next step i don't need that kind of um persuasion or influence or or motivation or compelling if you like that's brilliant um but those words are for those of you listening to this who may be busy you've got other things planned in your life you had other priorities for the next 12 months two years and you're going to keep that exam result in the bag quietly keep your powder dry until you can take the process for stage three and again as i say that might be 
the right thing for you because I understand now, you know, I've been through it myself, both through sergeants and inspectors. So you study all through the spring to get your sergeant's exam. Uh, you study all through the summer uh, to get your inspector's exam. And the fantastic thing is, you know, for this year, as, as I alluded to earlier on, you uh, get the chance this year to take the exam again. So for those that have a near miss, I think that's one of the good developments that allows candidates to kind of move forward and keep the momentum going without being absolutely disheartened um, once a year. Okay, so I understand and recognise having got through the science exam now, you may be feeling tired, um, but it is time for a reality check. Because five years sounds, as we're sitting here now, Wow, five years, it seems ages. But if you don't maintain that momentum that you've established, what happens is there's an attrition rate amongst candidates and everything gets lost with it. Not only does that exam result kind of disappear over the horizon a little bit uh, in terms of your, uh, your motivation to pursue it, um, you've got it in the bag and, you know, someday it will come along the opportunity to do the next stage but effectively what happens is with lots of candidates is there's a nutrition they lose traction um, other things get in the way life gets in the way maybe you go lateral for promotion for something or go and chase cid or you know whatever you want to do and before you know it you know you've only got two years and uh, that five years is kind of um, disappearing rapidly so you run the risk, if you like, at this moment of being consumed by a kind of malaise. So that, that fatigue, that tiredness, that discomfort, that lack of energy for everyday activities. Uh, you, you may well be feeling all of that at the moment, having just put yourself through a significant um, study period. And it is, a, it is a phenomenal syllabus, really, for you to commit to. Um, and a significant achievement for you to have, have passed it and to come out. Um, There's a word called procrastination, and uh, that's another way of thinking about where you are at the moment. So, and that means unnecessarily and uh, voluntarily delaying something, despite knowing that there will be negative consequences for doing so. So that's quite an interesting thing as well, because the negative consequences, and I assume you you will uh, see it as negative consequences, is that you may try once, twice, three times to get through the next stage. And then lose it because you delayed or procrastinated for the first two years. So there's every chance of you getting through in that five years. And funnily enough, that's probably why all the things I'm saying now, it's probably why you get five years. It's probably why the College of Policing give you five years because they understand, you know, life gets in the way. People do want to pursue other parts of their career. And for some people, it takes them, you know, uh, you know that five years to get through. Now, when I uh, have spoken to people who have successfully got through the promotion boards, some of them have gone through, I'd say the most I know of is 12, but certainly three, four, five, six times is not unusual. So again, just putting that out there for you to listen to and go, okay, well, might that apply to me? I don't know. So it depends on where you are and what you're going to choose to do from now on. Um just a reminder that if you you know if you want to cut to this cut to the chase cut to the quick hit the ground running uh, in relation to getting yourself equipped for that in force selection process stage three whether that's a presentation a briefing an interview or other 
aspects that make up those uh, informal selection processes. And across the board, generally, it's an interview and a presentation of some sort. Um, you can download a bespoke uh, digital sergeant's uh, toolkit straight to your device and just hit that ground running and actually use all that time to think positively and to study in bite-sized chunks uh, around your own life and to start building that momentum as you need to go forward. So you can just head over to ranksuccess.co.uk and have a look at that Sergeant's Toolkit and download it. It comes with a promotion masterclass video, a four-hour promotion masterclass video. It comes with a three-hour uh, CVF explainer video, which is a good point for you to start and to start understanding the CVF. That's the process, the competency and values framework that you will be assessed on uh, as you go forward through the process as things stand at the moment. And you will see on my site lots and lots and lots, hundreds of testimonials, if you've got time to go through them, of people who have actually done that and been successful as sergeants, inspectors, and newly promoted chief inspectors. So the proof of the pudding is there if you want to do that. So just coming back at the moment to that theme around where you are at the moment, procrastination. Um, in one sense, it's completely understandable, as I've said, uh, to a certain extent, although Procrastination is, is typically perceived as a, a negative trait due to its hindering effect on your productivity. Um, and it's often associated with low self-esteem or inadequacy. Um, have a look at what procrastination means. See whether it applies to you or where you are at this moment. Um, but because it, it can also be considered a wise response to certain demands that could present risky or negative outcomes. So for you, if it's a bridge too far and, and you ne do need a 12 month break, then you know it may not be viewed so much as procrastination as a deliberate decision in your own best interests, given everything else that's going on in your life. Um, it's also um, considered a wise response if you require waiting time for new information to arrive. And some people do that as well, and they go, well, look, there's been previous promotion frameworks. There's been the policing professional framework. There's been the metropolitan performance framework, the metropolitan leadership framework. And now we're on the competency and values framework. Hallelujah, I'll wait for a new one to come along. And again, I suppose it's the same thing. You're choosing to delay in the hope that you may find something easier uh, because lots of people don't like... Um, applications promotion applications they don't like interviews and some forces do away with one or both of those and officers don't like what replaces them so a series of psychometric tests uh, just to get through uh, to a certain stage so just have a think about it uh, that's all i would say and all the while you have that option of downloading a digital toolkit if you choose to just hit the ground running and move forward from here now in relation to procrastination I've, I've made it sound really serious and it's serious because that's the that, that's the kind of thinking the terminology the explanation that what the dictionary says kind of stuff um, but if you want to find a really humorous take on procrastination uh, have a look at a TED talk so I often refer uh, promotion candidates to TED talks because if you've got 12 or 18 minutes then it's a bit like listening to a uh, you know a meaningful podcast you can learn a lot in a very short period of time and generally they are people who are delivering on key themes and this one by Tim Urban uh, TED talk uh, if you just put it in about procrastination you will find it I'll put the link underneath this podcast um, 
but uh, you know, procrastination he describes is is an irrational decision. It's an irrational decision, and he in that TED talk he encourages uh, us or you to think harder about what you're really procrastinating on before you run out of time, because it doesn't make sense. So I've covered some aspects in which it might make sense for you, but generally it doesn't make sense, not since you've got that result in the bag and you are now committed to a time-limited process if you want to prevail and succeed in the process. So I've done this with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who've chosen to download the toolkits or one-to-one -one support, or I've delivered masterclasses, live masterclasses, I've got a recorded version, and that's all about getting you through all this process so you arrive at that interview door or that assessment centre door, match fit, confident, uh, and with raised awareness, and you're ready to give the best performance that you can. So that five-year limit is what we're talking about. They give you five years in the process to get there, um, but don't listen to that. It's a trap. Don't fall into it. It is a, a trap. So if you've got the result in the bag, you know, go for it. Um, you know, there's 43 different forces out there, potentially 43 different ways of selecting people at MPPF um, Stage 3. If you look at what's happened at the moment recently with the Baroness Casey review into the Metropolitan Police, many of the issues there may knock on into other forces or cross-cut across other forces. And one of those um, aspects was um, the case report found that promotion in the Met was unfair. And I hear that all the time. I mean, I hear that promotion's unfair all the time. Those of you who've listened to some of my other podcasts or read my blogs, you'll know that a long time ago I was saying, OK, here's a reality check. Three, two, one, promotion's unfair. And it's unfair because it does tend to favour those people who are good at tests, as was identified in the Casey review. Um, it does tend to uh, favour people who've got the time to prepare. And I could go on like that. But promotion's unfair. I mean, it's unfair selecting people to join the police service. Why? Because many people don't get through. Is it therefore unfair? But I do get it. I mean, at the end of the day, you've had a, a full um, inspection and a review of the process in the case review, and they've highlighted some aspects of it being unfair. Um, have a look at the case review. I have done a 10-minute uh, summary video of that if you want to have a look at it. So it covers the whole uh, review in 10 minutes. That was a bit of a challenge to get done. Um, but the video is 10 minutes. It's on the YouTube channel, so you can have a look at that. But yes, it talks about... Uh, promotion being unfair and I will do a separate blog on that but I've always said that promotion's unfair it's unfair because those that kind of apply themselves uh, to the challenge and do what they can and some describe promotion as an elephant well the best way to uh, eat an elephant is one bite at a time the best way to break a big challenge down is to break it down into small steps and that's exactly what those downloadable digital toolkits do that you can download from Rank Success. Uh, the science toolkit takes you through everything you need to know explaining frameworks as i say there's a video in there leadership styles the role itself and the functions and dimensions of the role there's some really great detailed examples at the level of the rank of what good evidence looks like uh, and also you can use those as if you like model responses if you like model examples to inform your interview responses so rather than wondering what it's all about 
you can actually start taking those bite-sized chunks one bite at a time and start raising your awareness and enhancing your confidence so you understand what type of interview it is you're going for what type of questions you will get asked what kind of structures you might choose as options to answer those uh, and then when you want to have a look what that all looks like just have a look have a look at the testimonials and see that this stuff really does work you know um, what i'm saying is true and for those that apply themselves to it uh, yeah it's unfair for anyone else not to not to have that support so you know make the decision invest in yourself and you know do the best you can because it is a competition and that's one of the things that uh, i think are in there that makes it unfair uh, in a way that no one ever explains that aspect of promotion and what i mean by that is as recently happened so i had a couple of emails in the last two days from successful inspectors there were in this case 54 uh, applicants and eight posts so how do you run a fair process with that many people wanting the promotion to inspector and only eight posts available okay so now let's up that ante to forces like the met where they've got a thousand people going for probably 200 300 400 vacancies and you can start to see that the best prepared candidates get through so just have a think about all of that in the context of where you are now with the result of the exam in the bag um, and understand that just as previously um, you know when there was austerity there uh, there is still austerity whatever they call it however it's dressed up um, the budgets are cut you know policing still has to save millions of pounds from it um, so in in a way there will be arguably fewer vacancies less processes in forces higher competition and you know while that all sounds bad that's actually good for the public because if they get the best candidates through selection processes tough selection processes they're going to get hopefully the right kind of leaders managers and supervisors coming out the other end and why is that important well if you have a listen to the interview uh, where i was lucky enough to interview chief constable lee freeman of humberside he says that the standard and the quality of the first line supervision is about the culture of the organization so why shouldn't it be a tough process for you to get through so tough and unfair are two different things but for me i just take a, a kind of 360 degree kind of holistic review around that and say well in the absence of anyone running forward and saying behold i have here for you the holy grail of all promotion selection processes uh, that is not currently available and it's not going to happen in the near future so what we have is what we have so short of any great big changes being brought in you still have a significant challenging process ahead of you and you can make the odds or improve the odds in your favor by taking action from today to get yourself prepared because you're halfway there you know you've got the exam in the in the in the bag and i'm talking to you in that context um so just some of the things that you know what typically happens with people in your position at the moment having got the exam in the bag you know i'll take a breather well as i've alluded to with that brilliant i'll take a breather i understand that you know you've probably put off a holiday you've put off visiting friends and family and relatives you've put off doing something that you want to do uh, and you're going to go and do that brilliant okay um just not too long about it kind of thing it's in the bag no one can take it away from me woohoo i've got it well 
that only lasts as i say for a couple of years and it is in the bag but as i've uh, alluded to before I, I, i'm um, well aware of people who have actually taken the exam twice so they've locked they've it's lapsed if you like and they've had to take it twice um and all the i mean I, I, you don't need me to tell you about that all the emotional effort and time that goes into that um it, it, that's all the consequence of delaying now so i would encourage you not to delay and if you've just passed the exam uh, that you actually start and carry on with that momentum that you've got uh, a lot can happen in five years um uh, and some other people think, you know, one of the other things that people do is say, well, look, I'll tell you what, I don't feel ready for promotion. I'll go and get some acting or some temporary under my belt, some temporary experience under my belt. And I understand that. And for some people, they think, well, in our force, and often that's the bubble. Lots of people sit in the bubble. And what I mean by that is you only know what's going on in your force. You don't know what's happening in other forces. And the reality is there are many people get through promotion boards without having done any acting or temporary. Uh, and, and there are whole issues around opportunities to do acting or temporary, uh, how long people get to do it, uh, abuses of that. So some people have, have come onto my masterclasses have been temporary for two or three years. So arguably that's an abuse of sergeants and inspectors. Uh, by the organization by allowing people to do that and you know i'm the first one to say well if they're good enough to do it for two years you know or three years and the organization thinks that then they should be put through without any further process uh, that has risks to it as well because what does doing the job mean does that mean you're doing the job well what are the checks and balances and i think that's where people allude to you know work-based assessment but it has to be meaningful work-based assessment with a real investment made in it so you've got uh, meaningful processes that are effective fair seem to be fair and they can assess people in the workplace doing the job and what i mean by that is coming in and saying well let's let's see you brief a whole team of uh, force response group going out to do a series of warrants how do you brief what are you saying? What are you doing? Let's have a chat afterwards to say, well, what were you thinking then? Let's do some meaningful assessment. So yeah, that person's confident and able in the workplace to do that kind of thing. And we can, uh, and I won't use the term tick the box, but we can write some meaningful assessment information down there that I was present at a certain time at 5am or whatever it was, where this individual stood up and briefed, you know, 30, 40 people on different aspects using a formal briefing model. And this aspect of that role, function and dimension has been assessed and found to be at the level required. So, you know, interviews are not the be all and end all. But I, I personally believe myself that interviews of some sort should be in place. But whether the greater emphasis on, you know, all the emphasis on an interview uh, is, is right or correct or fair, when there are other assessment tests that could make up a percentage um, of a selection process, uh, you know, that needs to be thought about as well. But you have what you have, and we could sit here talking about it for ages. You have the process you face. Um, so when you say you're going to get some acting or temporary under your belt, great, but have a look at my testimonials and you'll see lots of newly promoted um, sergeants and inspectors and chief inspectors who never did any acting or temporary. So don't think you have to do that. And that's the, the kind of 
um, opportunity you're chasing there. Now, if you want to do that, that's okay. And you get the opportunity to do that, great. You know, it has some value there in terms of you operating at that level for a period of time. Uh, that, you know, that top-down, bottom-up linking communication, you get some experience, some examples at the level of the rank. So it can be helpful when you come to something like an application or speaking about your experience in an interview, but it is not absolutely essential. So again, don't waste time if you like procrastinating or delaying because you think you have to go for promotion uh, and get acting or temporary experience under your belt first. You don't. Um, and the other thing is, you know, people just allowing, just drifting, allowing themselves, allowing circumstances to lead them. So I'll just allow circumstances to lead me. Uh, there's no boards on the horizon imminently. There's a whole degree of uncertainty about that. So I'll do nothing for now. I'll do nothing. I'll just drift. And again, now that is a way of consciously choosing to delay. Because what generally happens, and happens more times than you can shake a stick at, is uh, all of a sudden, you know, you, you see that email that comes out and goes, the force is running a promotion selection process. Expressions of interest or applications have to be in. And it's always impossible timescales, given your... Your, your work, given your other commitments, maybe given it overlaps with some leave or something you wouldn't have chosen to do. It's called Sod's Law, and it happens all the time. The reality, of course, is that a long time ago, before you took this exam, you chose to do everything you could to become a leader. And you thought you had what it takes, or you still believe you have what it takes, to lead other people. And that's about adapting, improvising, and overcoming uh, changes and circumstances so so some a few things there about what typically happens to people in in your situation and i appreciate you may have thought through those things you may not have thought through those things but hopefully you're now beginning to kind of pick up the fact that, that there is an opportunity for you and there are lots of drivers around that exist in the ether if you like that depict whether or not you're going to arrive at that mppf stage three uh, match fit and ready to give your best so what is the answer i've alluded to it previously make a commitment to yourself right now while you're listening to this to take massive action in your own interests to ensure that you're ready for that opportunity when it comes the reality is forces need sergeants and inspectors Every year they need a quota of sergeants and inspectors. There are every year people um, retiring or leaving the organisation uh, and transferring into organisations, transferring out of organisations. You can't depict or plan uh, or anticipate when those vacancies will arise. All you can do is every single day, if you are intent on getting promoted, is, is doing everything you can to get yourself match fit ahead of opportunity. Uh, one of the quick ways I do that with people is just say, would you tell me a bit about the role you're going for? So in the case of yourself listening to this now, it's Sergeant. Uh, would you tell me a bit about the role you're going for? Don't think that I'm asking you that. Just imagine that's the first question you've had on a promotion board. And, you know, as, as I allude to elsewhere in blogs and, and podcasts, what generally happens there is um, a, a, a machine gunning of verbals, trying to hit something that's meaningful, or silence you know tumbleweed blows by and the church bell dings in the background because people are doing the job so some people are acting they've passed the exam they've got it under the belt they're acting uh, or temporary 
<laughs> and I'll say the same question to him. So you're doing the job at the moment, yeah? Could you just explain to me, or imagine a board's just said to you, would you just explain to us or describe to us your understanding of the sergeant's role? And that's a really easy question to answer if you've done some work and you understand, as in my downloadable digital guides, you'll have a little mnemonic or a couple of different variations of the mnemonic. And if you remember that mnemonic, which is a, a mnemonic's a great way of chunking information, that's an important chunk of information that will serve you throughout the interview and throughout your preparation and give you a, if you like, a comfort blanket or something solid to hold on to mentally uh, so that you understand that as you're doing the job, you're actually fulfilling and recognize when you are performing those functions. So again, that's another benefit from the toolkit, which people often share. Um, so make that commitment to yourself right now as, as, a, as a, so I've painted a kind of picture, a balanced picture, hopefully, but one that you might think, well, actually, or actually, Steve, I do feel that um, having listened to all that, I, I ought to get on with something. So, you know, you can get on with something. It's just about you choosing to do that or choosing to procrastinate. Um, <clears throat> so if you don't do all this, well, as I've said before, you know, you will visit and probably call me. <laughs> I, I, and I say that with a, with a wry smile on my face because that's exactly what happens. I call it the last chance saloon. And people go there or find themselves there it's their last chance. They had five years. They stood in the last chance saloon wondering where on earth that five years went when they were once in your position. And they ring me and say, help. Please help, Steve. And I will tell them and share with them exactly what I'm sharing with you in this podcast, which is, okay, you can download a digital toolkit. You can have some one-to-one -one support. You can attend a masterclass. Uh, there is a way out of this and you can adapt that preparation quite tightly to the timescales you have ahead of you. Uh, but there is always an opportunity. People say to me, do you think I've got time left, Steve? And time is your most valuable, precious resource anyway. But it's certainly finite when it comes to the current promotion process. So if you've got five years, use it. You might only use a year of it and convert your exam straight away. You might take two attempts to do that and many people do go through two attempts at a sergeant's uh, promotion board or inspector's promotion board uh, and beyond that um, it's just part of the process now I encourage you through the way I uh, um, support people to prepare to aim high aim for number one and you will see in the testimonials that many people do they come first they come second in the process why because they were aiming to come first and that way, if your aim is there, you're more likely to hit that top 10 space on your boards. And you'll see loads of testimonials like that on the site. So all of that is the promise of what could be uh, if you want to make the decision to, to invest in yourself. And very often the, you know, the return on that investment um, is often recouped in your first paycheck. So that's just a case about whether you're willing to bet on yourself on the nose if you like to win. Because many people, as I discover, having done this for years, are not prepared to bet on themselves on the nose to win. If they were betting, I'm using a betting analogy, but what I mean is, do they have self-belief? Do they have enough faith in themselves to actually bet on themselves on the nose to win? Because that's what you're doing by saying, I'm focused and zeroed in on coming first on my full selection process and the boards that they're running. 
Now that generally connects people very quickly with the gap that's ahead of them. And for some people that's just a short step away. And for others they might feel like it's the Grand Canyon and it's a gap to be closed. Both of those gaps can be closed very quickly by availing yourself of the information that I've alluded to in my digital toolkits. And to support all of that, you can go straight away to, uh, as I said, policepromotion.blog and find a whole load of, of, of blogs all about promotion uh, aspects of preparing for promotion, all free. There are YouTube videos, Rank Success YouTube channel. Just subscribe to it, uh, like the videos, and uh, you will get notified when there are new videos. Uh, and there are free podcasts like this. So there's a massive amount of free resources you can avail yourself of. So when you make that decision to invest in yourself in a premium toolkit, a digital toolkit, straight downloadable straight to your advice and you can use it on the move no passwords um, access it whenever you like around your convenience uh, and an available time um, and you can do something meaningful as you're going forward rather than wondering about the uncertainty of when there will be processes and how you're going to prepare for them so just to recap you know you're at a junction you can stay right here where you are at this junction at the moment and do nothing or procrastinate or you can make a conscious decision now to continue forward in the direction that you're already committed in and that you're headed and you can choose to convert your exam result into promotion success uh, and that leadership aspiration into promotion success. Um, wherever you are uh, and wherever you are in your head after this, uh, this podcast and whatever you choose to do from now on, I shall keep producing these podcasts and the blogs and the videos because I believe in the potential of every individual that I support uh, directly so face-to-face one-to-one support indirectly through my downloadable guides and podcasts and videos I believe in the potential of every single one of you to actually prevail in the process and sometimes that's all it takes okay I will be back with another uh, podcast in due course and until then take care and stay safe.